Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Monday, July 4th. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. Yes, of course, it's Independence Day, and I'm going to get there as part of the podcast, but I want to start with what's very hard to ignore, which is a tragic mass shooting in Highland Park, a suburb of Chicago today, where six people were killed on the spot, and 24, I hear as many as up to 50, have been wounded, some of them critically. And I know that the conversation starting tomorrow in the mainstream media will be all about a renewed call for gun control. And I understand, in a way, why that is the reaction and why tragic events like this give grist for that mill. But history teaches us otherwise, and I think it's incredibly naive and dangerous for a population to permit itself to be disarmed. You don't have to go back any further than Nazi Germany, although there are examples throughout history as far back as you can go, where despots and dictators, in their first act of controlling a population, generally try to take away that population's ability to defend itself. That doesn't change from generation to generation or from culture to culture. It is an instinct of a despot and a dictator to put him or herself in the most powerful position possible in relation to those that he or she seeks to control, to dominate, to enslave. There are always going to be people who will violate any law that's passed and will deal in black market, whether it's drugs or guns or ammunition, alcohol, if that's the case, and it's outlawed as it was in prohibition. There will always be black markets, illegal venues, illegal means for accomplishing what good and decent people will abide by once laws are passed that limit the ability to traffic in such things. But again, it's incredibly dangerous because it's those bad people who will always find the means regardless of what good and decent people do. It's always into situations where people are most likely unarmed, unable to defend themselves, that such people interject themselves to do the damage that they seek to do. As a Jew, I always wonder what would have happened in the Warsaw Ghetto or in other parts of Germany had the Jews been able to defend themselves. It isn't necessarily so that they would have been able to succeed at turning Hitler back, but they wouldn't have died and been tortured along the way like animals to slaughter had they been able to defend themselves and die, I guess, as an alternative with dignity. 
People have a right to defend themselves. Thou shalt not murder is a commandment. And a person has a right to defend themselves against that kind of aggressive action. But again, it will only be the innocent and the unarmed and the unsuspecting who will be the victims. Some people say that when you have a mass killer, it's evil in action. And some people say that such individuals are mentally ill. They're not evil, they're mentally ill. I have friends who come down on both sides of that. And I don't think I take a position on that other than to say from a spiritual perspective that I'm more likely to consider it mental illness than I am evil because I believe that if we humans understood the ramifications of our actions for eternity, you would have to be mentally ill to do things that appear to be evil. It's only out of some lack of cognition of true understanding of what personal responsibility is and the responsibility we have to one another that someone performs such acts. I get into conversations all the time with a friend of mine about whether evil exists in the world. And I'm not here on this podcast to say whether it does or it doesn't. The tragedy that happened today in Highland Park is devastating no matter what words we give it. It's incomprehensible to those who were present and to the families of those who have been wounded and to those who died today just attending a parade. But you know, there's something else I want to add. I grew up in a time, I grew up in the 60s, 70s. We used to go to public events. I used to get on public transportation and go from the suburbs into the city, sometimes taking the subway in Philadelphia, sometimes taking a bus. I went to venues where thousands of people attended sporting events and rock concerts. There were no mass shootings, not that I can recall in all of my teenage and young adult years. It isn't the gun. It isn't the gun. It isn't the AR. It isn't whatever you want to call a weapon of war. Something has happened to the consciousness of people in this country and around the world. Something has adversely affected our humanity. And that's a much more important issue, quite honestly, than gun control. Because it can only get worse. Personally, I often say it's the technology. It has run amok and it works too fast and our human hearts and our human minds can't keep up, but we're trying desperately and it distorts our humanity. It perverts our humanity. And that's not even addressing whether or not video games or porn or any of that. I'm talking about just the rate of speed of the technology. It's not human. And therefore, it causes us to behave more inhumanely than I believe we otherwise would. But again, that's not necessarily the focus of this podcast. I received from lots of friends today text messages or emails that said, Happy Fourth of July, and it showed fireworks and flags waving, whatever. I know it's the Fourth of July, but I prefer to say Happy Independence Day. I call it Independence Day because while the date is the 4th of July, 
An awful lot of people who celebrate the 4th of July are disconnected from why it's a holiday, from what happened on July 4th, 1776, on what independence is all about, on what being independent is all about. On July 2nd, 1776, the Congress of the 13 colonies voted to disengage from England. They voted to declare their independence. And on July 4th, 1776, that's exactly what they did. It was independence from a despot. It was independence from religious oppression. It was independence from a feudal system. It was independence from overtaxation. It was independence from everything that robbed them of their ability to live as autonomous, divinely created, free-willed individuals. And they yearned for that so that they crossed the terrifying ocean and endured almost unimaginable suffering those who landed at Plymouth Rock and those who in the early years of this country's birth sustained in trying to live on land and raise crops and survive weather and conditions that they had never before been exposed to. But what drove them was that innate human desire to be independent And in order to be independent as individuals, they had to declare their independence from an oppressive, tyrannical despot and a culture and a society that did not honor or value liberty for individuals. So for the moment, let me just distinguish between independence and being independent. Independence, the word itself, comes from a medieval French word that means to hang from or to hang down. I think the word is dépendre. The in before the dépendre, the in at the beginning is Latin for not. So the word independence originally meant not hanging from. The meaning of independence is freedom from being governed or ruled by another country, not hanging from, right? Not being an appendage, not being subject to or being a subject of, but to be free from government or rule by a country. It's also the freedom to make laws and decisions without being controlled by another country. It is, at the bottom line, a state of being free of the control of another person, country, or entity. That's what independence is. That's what the colonists did when they left England and came to the New World. Being independent is a little less grand in the sense that it's more personal. When you are independent, You have the ability to live your life without being helped or influenced by other people. For example, synonyms for being independent are autonomous or self-determining or sovereign. I know it sounds strange to say that it's the ability to live without being helped or influenced by other people. We all need help. It would be foolish to think that we don't. But there is a degree of help 
that can cross a line that can actually be debilitating and crippling. And I know this one because I experienced it in my own life. I have a very independent spirit, but I was raised with a lot of dependency on my family for financial support for a very long time. And while I enjoyed that financial support and the luxuries that it provided me, it was also very debilitating and very crippling because it was later in life than I otherwise should have had to learn how to support myself. It was later in life than it otherwise should have happened that I found myself separate from my family, that I found myself as an individual and began to live my life based on who I really am and not who I thought I ought to be in order to keep that financial flow coming, in order to not cut off that supply. So I know about being independent and I know that help is a tricky aspect of being independent and the saying, you know, don't give a man a fish, teach, teach a man how to fish is basically what I'm saying. I'm saying to you that you want to give enough help to an individual to make sure they have a sufficient framework or construct around them for them to be able to move forward on their own steam. But you don't want to so envelop a person that you take away their initiative, you take away their own internal drive, you make it difficult for them to be independent. And that's a tricky line. I I grant you that. I want to go back a little bit to what I said about the technology. There's two other words beside independence and independent that I wanted to talk about. One is revolution and one is social evolution. Revolution generally happens. It, It also comes from the Latin revolutio, which means to turn around. Revolution generally pertains to a fundamental and relatively sudden change in political power. And it occurs when the population revolts. They revolt against tyranny. They revolt against oppression. They revolt against political incompetence. But it's violent, generally, revolution, and it's quick. Social evolution is less political and more sociological. Social evolution is the gradual development of a society and social forms and institutions that usually go through a series of peaceful stages as they evolve. It's my personal opinion that where we are now, this seemingly rapid transition, as President Biden likes to call it, we're going through a transition and hence all of this difficulty that we're experiencing in the economy and in in foreign policy and with our border and with you name it, right? In every direction we look at, there is a problem and it's being alleged that it's because of the transition we're going through and it's happening very fast. Well, yes and no. I would argue that it's been happening for at least 50 years and that it's been deliberate It's been intentional. It's been a political agenda of the Marxist left, both in this country and from outside of this country. And it is the goal of such people to accomplish what I spoke about at the very beginning of this podcast, which is to be tyrannical, to have an elite class that will rule everyone else, to have the general population disarmed and unable to defend itself, 
to have the general population more and more dependent upon government. You know, if you want a historical example, look at Pharaoh, look at ancient Egypt. The population was totally subjected to and subjects of the Pharaoh, the ruling elite family. The people had no say. They had no way to defend themselves. They were truly enslaved. And we have a wonderful guiding story to tell us what has to happen when that occurs. The ancient Israelites were taken out of Egypt. They spent 40 years in the desert and maybe we have to again. All of us, maybe that's what this is that we find ourselves in now. Maybe it is our 40 years of desert, regardless of how long it takes. But we have to go through a difficult period because the lesson is that on the other side of that bondage and on the other side of that period of trial and suffering came a level of freedom and the birth of a nation that had never before existed on planet Earth. If we have to go through such a thing again, we need to remember that when you give too much power to centralized government, it will not let go. It will seek to gain more and more because that too is part of human nature. And whether it's part of mental illness or whether it's evil, I don't care what words we use. I only care that we all understand that we have been slowly, like cattle to slaughter, been funneled through from point A to point B, and we're at point B now. We're there. People want to rely on government. Young people don't want to work very hard. They want to be rich and famous quickly. An awful lot of the population wants free this and free that, but not freedom. And the only thing that's free, that is yours by birth, that is mine by birth, is freedom. And that is something that every one of us in every generation, in every corner of the world must stand for as individuals or we lose it. I think I'll end with Ben Franklin. Benjamin Franklin said, they who can give up essential liberty to attain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. That's what gun control will do. So don't let a singular event take your eye off of what is really important, which is that our humanity is sick. Our humanity has been diminished. It's not the gun. It's us. I wish you a lifetime of Independence Days. Thanks for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again on Wednesday. And until I am, by all means, please think for yourself. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's Carol with an E, gold.com. Please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.